peeps. I just gotta talk to you guys about the latest stuff I just saw. I just stumbled upon an inst a TikTok account. And this TikTok, I was so happy because this guy at Debunk Junction 2.0 pointed out very good points about who has been handling the pandemic in the very three popular states, which is Texas, Florida, and you guess it, us here in Cali. And this dude, and I had a repost, and I told him, sorry, I had to take this, you know, repost, I had to repost it again. I even sent it to the governor himself. Hopefully he gets to see it. Anyways, the facts, and maybe thank Debug Junction, not me, but him, of course, or her, at that account. Because one thing you didn't realize is, peeps, after watching that was, and this is what I was saying right now, before I just opened up my podcast here to talk to you guys about this, was it, it made sense. And I was writing in my own comments, like, as I was writing after I reposted this video, this is what I wrote. Had the CDC and the whole nation and the government did a fund specifically for landlords that make a living off their renters besides mom and pop shops for during disaster relief times like these had they ever done this we wouldn't be having people like Gavin Newsom on the recall for a ballot this is why I'm saying you have to allow me to explain more so here let me explain about that okay what I'm trying to say specifically is that had they did something like this, Bill Gates, back in that Netflix thing called Explain, and it was talking about, you know, viruses and stuff like that, he said it himself best. We weren't prepared for this kind of thing. He said that two years prior to this one, or a year prior to the virus and the shutdown and everything, because we really weren't. And I could say financially, as a whole, we were not. And some of us, you know, like in the Watch Re Watch Reports account from YouTube, and I'm talking about not the movie, this uh, couple. It's an African-American couple that always talks about, you know, Bible stuff and prophecy and whatever. But also, they always talk about is how to be prepared. And even a couple other black pastors also, too. Like one, like Stephen Darby, before he did passed away he has a video i still haven't seen yet but it basically gives you basically a step-by-step -step and how to process be alive and all that stuff and how to deal during these type of you know covid times or in these cases during a time like the plagues you know and stuff like that during those kind of disastrous times anyway people not to get off gear but i'm trying to make a point and this, is, this isn't just going to be about making certain points, but this is just basically to make a point why Gavin Newsom shouldn't be recalled. It was that because we weren't prepared as a people for this stuff. Like, we didn't have emergency food, emergency stuff. And it's, it's almost like it gets us to wake up for, like, right now, I'm not saying it's like a test or anything, but we have to become more comfortable about, we have to, you know, start getting used to, you know, having, you know, preparedness and stuff we have to start you know if other people in the east coast had to prepare during hurricane season to buy like goods generators and stuff like that maybe in our case situation we should do the same during like times like these pandemics you know we could assemble ourselves get ourselves into gear and we could quickly 
you know, decimate a problem before it starts. So, while I'm saying this, had this government did a separate fund with the CDC in conjunction with them, I should say, that we have a separate fund and that it would pay out all the landlords for all the years or year time so that way people could be in you know using the thing called the moratorium thing for example and then they wouldn't be upset with trying to kick out people because what these landlords are not telling people is that it's not they're just paying mortgages or property uh, taxes it's because they make a living off of these renters really some of them this is actually their only job if you were not believing this but I've been talking about this in my many many previous podcasts my aunt Delia actually is a co-owner with her husband with a couple properties in Orange County mainly specifically in the town of Santa Ana and she rents out to people Okay, but she also took the liberty to become a nurse because she got inspired by her daughter to become a nurse. And now ever since then in Orange County, specifically in that city of Santa Ana again, they have been working with all these people who refused to vaccinate, all the people who um, died from COVID and anyone else who happened to get sick, injured and stuff. Because, you know, well, she was, you know, impressed by her daughter. She decided to do that all on her own. And so ever since then, she was able to maintain that kind of work. She had an income already coming in while being a co-owner of these type of complexes. Houses or apartments, I don't know, because they didn't say specifically what that she was owning. But she's renting out to people. So she has a couple of, you know, homes or apartments or something. I'm assuming it's either houses or apartments because um, when I was down there for a few times in Santa Ana... Or like one time, I think. And we were like there in Huntington Beach. I think it was like the first time. Because I really hadn't been there in ages until me and my mom and my siblings decided to go down on Amtrak a couple years back. To visit them. Like three years ago. I think that's what was my first time going over there. And I noticed that they were all just houses. They were also, you know. There's like, you know. There's some apartments over there and stuff. And from watching from KCAL 9 News, I even saw a couple sometimes snippets of, you know, the news segments in that town or in that county specifically sometimes. So it varies. So I'm just saying whatever she has as property that she's renting out to these people, she had that, but she was a co-partner because her husband's the main one because my mom said to me, he actually does his own in-home plumbing and he also is the main owner of some of those places and properties so that's kind of in a, in a way it makes sense because think about it that was his income and that was his income while you know having other trades to make more income out of the current income that he had so if my guess is correct this explains why a lot of people wanted Gavin Newsom out of office because some of these renters can't make money off these people and then the recent events with my mom not able to buy a house because she was going to become an owner of one house specifically in Santa Maria that wanted 
her to be the owner, but they wanted to stay in as tenants. But I'm guessing because of the moratorium thing, and they probably don't have a job right now, they probably weren't going to pay her anyways. But also, she wasn't even interested in that kind of lucrative kind of business. I mean, it would make sense, especially if we don't have anything going on with ourselves here, making money. But since my mom already has a job at in-home supportive services, it wouldn't really be necessary for her to have an extra job on the side to make money. Even though that would have been cool, because a lot of people I heard growing up, when they were majoring and stuff, they would talk about business a lot, specifically the real estate. So I would say, yeah, I think it's a... It's a great business is all, but not during times like these. And so this is what I'm talking about, people. Independent, self-made entrepreneurs, mom and pop shops, landlords, who are also independent owners of their respected, you know, jobs. They were making a living off these renters, off these people, so they could have something to eat, to live, and stuff like that. So I think what happened with Gavin Newsom was he ran into that trouble with these people because they didn't have an issue with him until the moratorium thing happened, until the restrictions happened. And, and the truth is, because people just don't like to be told what to do in general, that's really what that is. And they're just being petty and messy and stupid. But they're not seeing it as he, as a collective, saw his whole state and said, you know what, I have to protect you guys. You guys are all I have in this state. We don't need to be dying here, but it's not necessary. So when he followed the CDC rules, he followed it in a way of saying, well, if it prevents waves and waves and heaps of people dying, I'm doing my best to prevent you from death by getting people vaccinated, doing unnecessary things like doing the lottery, <laughs> embarrassing himself by having to, you know, Give people money. I don't know if he if he liked it. Unless he liked that kind of stuff. Maybe it was embarrassing. We don't know. It could have been or not. But he really was doing his best. And now, of course, people are saying the real reason why he's getting people stimulus check is because it's suspect. Because of people are thinking, Gavin is sus right now. Because he's giving free money. Well, of course he's giving you free money. It's the only way to get you guys' attention. Because apparently people get moved by cash. I mean... Cash does says a lot of things to people, so if people are, are swayed by money, it's not a surprise why he's doing it with money, trying to get your attention, trying to be on your good side, while opening up, too. But at the same time, he's trying to do his best as a collective, protect the whole state as a whole. See, he's not thinking of it in sections. And that's the problem with the Republican Party. They're trying to sectionalize everything. Why do you think they spend so much time trying to separate the state in the recent ballots we have for voting? They were trying to basically pick apart California to make a, a California and a new California. And you're thinking, what the fuck is, why do we need a new California? Why, what's wrong with the old one? It's like, exactly. This is basically a power grab because what the Republican Party is doing is they're sensationalizing our pain in California by getting upset with us and pretending they care about our so-called pain and agony and care they don't really care about us really the republican party is a collective they're just trying to just imprint their nonsensical shit and since they're kissing trump's base ass and trying to get that because now they know they have a base dumb enough to vote for them and work for their own little you know pains they're trying to basically 
marginalize the situation now by trying to gather and rally the people who are in pain who couldn't do a business during the pandemic and got locked down because Gavin Newsom unfortunately you know was following the CDC rule and I say unfortunately following the CDC rule because when I say unfortunately it goes back to what what Bill Gates said we were not prepared for these type of events that means financially we have to send a fund aside for these businesses that depend on you know the community and tourism apparently to pave their way in wares so that tells me already all these touristy towns in this whole state depend not just on the tourism but the community as a whole because that's where they make a living it's like I said, it's not just the mortgages that they're trying to pay off. And it's not just the property tax they have to be required to pay every year. It's the fact that they have to make money at all to survive. That's how they make their bread and butter. And it's precisely why these people want him out of office. Because they were blocked from that. Because of, unfortunately, what the CDC did, what the government didn't realize is that you have to make a fund if you're going to bail out banks what you have to bail out is all these you know mom and pop shops that are independent from the government that are a separate entity from the state but are in the state and also that are independent anyways because it's a self-made business and then on top of that all these landowners too because they're not like my aunt. I just described you what she went through and what she is doing right now. And what she is still continuing doing to this day since the pandemic inception. So here's the thing, people. You have that and you have this happening. And since none of these actual landowners are telling the truth why they're trying to vote them out so badly, it's because that was their way of making a living. And some of them like this one black woman in San Francisco ran into trouble because of this stuff because that was her apartment complex and to the point I'm saying that's part of the reason why he's getting recalled is because of these kind of trespassing stuff he might have did and some people just didn't like it because he was trying to do everything right by the CDC and following what the government is telling him to do but what he failed to realize and the government and the CDC as a whole is that you have to fund all these landowners landlords these um, mom and pop shops individually so they won't be charged or they won't lose money so they'll have food coming in so they can live and survive and eat that's the thing see what he did eventually what this government actually did eventually was make a you know, a bill, a couple bills were passed already to pay some of these mom and pop shops some money. And I say some, not a lot. And it still wasn't happening for the landlords. Okay? Those that own apartments or houses that they rent to people, those people were not making money. Even though that's actually, in my mind, is considered a mom and pop shop, but it doesn't look like it. Or a self-made business. But to people, that doesn't look like it, but it is. It's still a business. It's still like a mom and pop shop, but just not a shop. Does that make any sense? You're making money off people that pay you rent because that's how you eat. And that's how you still keep your own lights on at night. That's how you sleep. In addition to paying your mortgage, if you actually have one or not, 
and continually paying property taxes. Which I think is mostly, if I have to be honest with you, it's mostly them making a living and paying property taxes. That's really the gist of it. Because not everyone needs to be paying a mortgage at some of these houses that they're, you know, renting out to people. Or if they're renting out apartment units to families or rooms. They're making money off that because that's for them to make a living. Okay? See, the problem is with the government, the only reason why it hasn't happened to housing in this state of California is because they own that. That's why. That they're exempt from kicking out anyone who's failed to pay rent in this, you know, government Californian housing authority thing. That's why people are not getting kicked out of housing authorities, houses and apartments. Only by those who don't have the umbrella of housing authority is what's going on. So that's basically what's been going on. This is why these people want to get them out. It's because they can't make a living. You can't eat air. Can't grow green dollar bills on your trees like green leaves. <sighs> Even though it's possible to print more money and make some more money. But unfortunately, it's not like that. That's why these people want them out. Because they can't make a living. Alright? The thing is, when he blocked the tourism and he required people to just, you know, follow by the tears because the CDC implemented that, guess what happened? That's when all these people turned up. That's all this was, really. And because people didn't want to be told what to do. And also, it was crushing their business as well. That's why you saw that lady freak out over some movie, you know, development making their own thing. But that problem is, is that that was that movie, you know, social distancing as they call it. And they were bringing their own food in that wasn't from a restaurant. It was most likely for their own, you know, reasons set for their own people and actor or actresses. But I understand why that lady is frustrated because it's like, yeah, it's it's like, how can you could let these people do that and not us, you know, what's going on? I'm like, I would agree. It seems odd, but it makes a lot of sense when you think about it at the same time. And you'll say, well, how does that make any sense? Well, they're probably bringing their own food in or they paid a restaurant to bring food to them. And they just sequestered an area so they could utilize to eat and all that kind of stuff while they're doing their movie or whatever production they're on. And that's why that one lady who wigged out and freaked out about it, it's because of those reasons. Because she was closed for a restaurant because she probably was serving alcohol or was probably a bar owner. Most of the bars, you're not going to believe this, were all mostly shut down for almost a whole year because of the pandemic because they didn't have food. So they said if you have food in your um, bars, then that could be deemed as a restaurant. And then you could sell and you could still be able to have food. But that's the real reason why some of them were shut. I think the, the lady didn't say it was whether she owned a bar or not. Because when you think about it, the whole state of California had mostly bars closed up. Because the reason why they closed up the bars is because there's not food, okay? And if you're drunk, you're probably not going to keep your mask on. That's just a fact. You're drunk as fuck. You're just not going to really think as fuck. That's really what it is. And that makes sense. Only restaurants with alcohol. Because you know what? If you actually have food and you eat it with alcohol, it lowers it down. 
And also, if you're eating, like, you ever see some Italian restaurants or, like, Olive Garden, for instance, and they give you wine and shit? Or, like, Applebee's, if you go there. I love Applebee's, by the way, and Olive Garden. But, you know, that's another story. I'll tell you later. But still, if you're serving with food and alcoholic beverages, it just makes fucking sense. You have something to beat down the alcohol level. And if you're not tolerant of alcohol, it helps too. Having food as an accompaniment for your entree. So I'm telling you peeps, this is really what's been going on. And so I'm glad that dude from TikTok or girl, I'm not sure if it's a girl or a guy, from Debunk Junction 2.0. So you better check out that video. Because he made a good point about what the three popular states did and what versus each other had done as a collective of people responding to the pandemic and seeing two waves that are similar and one way in particular stands up and is one of the very popular states which is why I'm mentioning my state is that one that they're talking about because Gavin Newsom isn't a bad governor it's just that you know, had the CDC, had the whole nation did a fund for these people I just mentioned about, I don't think we would have enough issues. I think it would just be the restrictions and just being told what to do is a pain in the ass is really what's going to be the bitching over here. But otherwise, I would say, um, you know, I think with the recent accommodations without throughout this whole pandemic recession and now supposedly post recession of the pandemic even though the pandemic is still swirling on and trolling on in our lives again still somehow what's happening now is that some people convert some of their places like restaurants that are able to usually make their wares by having dine in type of experiences like in this town where I live in, in San Luis still, this one is one of those kind of weird places where there's no drive throughs whatsoever. But they do depend on patronizing customers to dine in and eat. And that was the way they mostly make their money. Never had they ever done was takeout or delivery, which this town failed to do because had they done delivery, a lot more business would still be here. But they don't want to because for this town, it's a walkable experience. But it's too spaced out for that walkability, bitch. You catch my drift? And I'm going to say this straight up. There's no way you could walk so far to a place that's supposed to be an arborist city. And you're not able to be able to get your meal. And it's still far away for you to eat. How are you going to enjoy a dining experience? You're probably fucking poofed out of your air and shit probably out of breath when you get there i think unless you have a car to drive all these long distant places or do takeout like some of us have been doing and including myself i think it's safe to say peeps you must know this you must know this you gotta take this in accordance and be aware you can't really make a business without delivery or without drive-through so the businesses that have drive-through and delivery they excelled more than the ones without drive-through and just delivery alone so those are the ones that suffered unfortunately and those that insisted just like what this town demanded for some kind of weird you know dining in town walkability shit 
All you just did was just seal the deal in your fates financially. All of you just lost an extra coin you could have made had you guys offloaded the idea of just not offload the idea of just having oh well we're gonna have a business based on one thing only and the thing is drive through because that could have been the major money maker had these people had a drive through but they don't and this is why some of these people are grumbling too and wanting him out as well so let's get that in order people the truth is a lot of inconsistencies are trying to shed some light in some of the situations that we're all in. So that tells me something, people. Without certain incentives like a drive through without these parklets, some of this part of my state of California right now wouldn't survive the way it did had they not instituted a parklet. Like in this town did. But of course, got people still bitching, still wanting it their way, and that's really what it is in the end being blocked because of the cdc's mandate and basically that's what people felt was being told what to do and being blocked and in the landlord's case that own houses and apartments that they rent out to people that was blocking them from making money had we had a funding that fund those people specifically the mandate for us staying quarantined at home and stuff would have made sense but it didn't at first that's why people were mad too so a lot of inconsistencies and things that made a lot of sense just in these times didn't make any sense. And this is why I refer back to what Bill Gates said. We weren't properly ready for this. And we really weren't, people. This is like a learning lesson for all of us. We can learn a lot from this. And if this ever happens again, we'll take from what we learned here and apply that over there. Just like we did with uh, the, what you call it, the Spanish flu. We'll take what we learned from there allegedly and maybe just maybe apply it to this time which we i think we kind of did but really didn't do it I, i'm really kind of questioning if we ever did at all but we did have one reminiscent reminder that even from a hundred years ago to today it seemed like nothing really changed the mindset of people is still the same don't tell us what to do you're you can't you can't make me I need to make money. That's all I care about. Me, me, me. That's basically what these people are. They're screaming that. But they ain't telling you that. And that's all I gotta say about that, peeps. Is that that's what I, from my observations, I think this is really what happened. And this is a learning lesson for a lot of us to, to consider and take and just create, you know, funds for even these groups of people. A fund for mom and pop shops that are self-made entrepreneur, you know, businesses without government assistance. Money set for them. And then money sent for mostly landlords. So when we have to sequester at home and cluster with our loved ones and friends and whatever at home, we bail those people out too because that's how they make their money. That's how they make a living. That's how they eat. And it's not about paying a mortgage only. It's not about paying property tax. It's about whether they're going to have that next meal for tomorrow whether they're gonna have that glass of water for a whole week or not see this is why you saw all these people if some of you have a car and went out to all those food banks that's probably what really happened i haven't been out because i don't have a car luckily i had 
we live in this apartment complex, and some of us have been quite neighborly lately. Some of us have been helping each other out. A little. I say a little. Some of them feel sorry for my mom because of these disabled kids. So some of them have been kind of nice and reached out to us and been giving us stuff when they went to their little, you know, forbidding of uh, going to the food banks and gathering their portion. And they had a little extra, so they gave that to us. So we can have a little extra for ourselves. And it kind of helped us. It kind of did. And then when we did our walks, and there's some of these houses. And you don't know, you don't know those people. But some people have been kind enough to build these cute little miniature houses. And sometimes they put books in them. And other times it could just be um, goods that people don't like anymore or don't want. But always make me mad sometimes. Because sometimes some people just sometimes go to these little kind of houses and leave articles of food but sometimes they're already expired which makes me upset but sometimes they're not always that way sometimes they're already you know not expired but they're just someone who just didn't want them or had just too much of them just didn't want to eat anymore of and there was those times and some people were setting up even like cubbies and stuff like that in these little tiny houses or just a random piece of uh furniture they just put out there with food to help yourselves and like i said we have done that when we were living near the downtown portion of town here but then we recently moved to like the northeastern portion of that and it's been kind of hard but i did find supposedly one on pokemon go on a map that there's a little house that has books in it so i know it's not off um the mark if we want to have a little you know run-in from those little cubbies or houses that have people donating food and stuff. I recently ran into one of those when I was walking nearby the clinic over here on this hillside. And I was walking by on Johnson or Lizzie Street. I'm not sure which one. Not far from um, the clinic area of Bishop. And that's where I ran into this little cubby or house thingy. And there were like books in them. So at those things at random, some people will drop off stuff to help offload, you know, during our, you know, COVID pandemic post-recession times. But that's only if people are willing to. But anyways, peeps, i tell you more, but I have to make another podcast for that, I think. Discussing about those little cubbies and to be aware of them in more depth because I haven't made one and I should. And I've been upset about them lately, so I'm going to do that. But for now, peeps, thanks for listening. And as always, this is Rosie Says. And see you guys on the next podcast, if you care to listen. Hey, peeps, it's me again. Back to you with another tidbits on deck. Still talking about what I was trying to talk about before I went to another subject in the end. But I'm going to say this anyway. Well, we know this. We can take away from this video from Debunk Junction. And what he showed, what Gavin Newsnet actually did with the statistics and the results of that chart about the waves with the pandemic going on and the, you know, volume heaps of people that unfortunately lost their lives and the cases went up. You know what you can take away from this, people? Something I just thought of just right now. You know what was so weird? A lot of people in Florida and in Texas, at least not, I wouldn't say a lot, but a good majority of them.
were kind of unhappy the way things were happening. And if you were watching the news, you saw people just upset with those two, Governor DeSantis and Abbott. They didn't like the way things were going, especially with the schools and especially how they were handling things during this pandemic recession and post-pandemic, post-recession. And they have been mishandled to the point that it made a lot, a lot of people probably thinking, what is going on over there? And so with Demung Junction posting what he posted on TikTok, it's a good way of remembering why all those people were mad at those two governors because they were letting people get infected, getting out of, out of their way to not protect themselves. And even to the point that even some of the people within the whole state had to enforce their own selves again, despite removing the mandates. And now the both governors are threatening to do some weird stuff. And then the recent crap that Abbott did in Texas to, to make it illegal to do abortion and stuff. Things like that, instead of focusing on trying to save the people that they have currently while trying to be pro-birth, but still not care about the lives that they had to be pro about, but only when it concerns to uh, conception and a woman's womb for some reason. And on top of that, it, it made me think of it just right now. I just had an epiphany. This explains why these people were mad at Abba and DeSantis because it's like they're fighting them and a majority of people who voted for these people they're trying to kiss their own base's ass but they were also making their own Texans and their own Floridians upset because some of them don't even care about you know trying to keep up with the Trump base some of them really care about their health that much that they're just a cry for help and which is sad and over here in my state Everyone is doing the exact opposite. Some of them are just bitching about just restrictions and just not making money. And that's really what that is. And being told what to do. And this is why we're having this recall election. Because of him actually doing his job and following the CDC rules. But at the same time, people thought he was overstepping his reach. But it's like, um, we're in a critical time. It's not overstepping your reach if you're trying to protect your people. That doesn't make any sense. You're overstepping your reach if there was no issue happening. Like, let's just say if the pandemic recession didn't happen or post-recession didn't happen and no pandemic whatsoever and Gavin News was doing this stupid stuff, then you could tell me if he really was overstepping his reach. But he's not. He's not. Okay? He's not. He's not overstepping his reach. In fact... He, he would just be running it the way Governor Jerry Brown would around the state. The way Gray Davis was trying to until he was unfortunately booted out of California because of some dumbass fuck shit. Because financially he wasn't making people happy. And then that's how we had Schwarzenegger. You guys really didn't really learn from the last time. This is kind of playing Gray Davis, Arnold Schwarzenegger replacement all over against the same whole song and dance. Yes, it's true I'm a fan of Schwarzenegger, but in his movies. I never said in the state, but just in the movies. So I'm just telling you, peeps. It's sus. It's so suspect, I'm just telling you that I'm suspicious about it. I'm just telling you, peeps. It's weird. It's really weird. People ain't talking much about it. Like, how can you not make the connection? It's like, it was an obvious connection. After the news talked about it, because, you know, 
I was in middle school when this happened. I was like, what, 13 or 14 or 12 at the time when he was booted out of the state. So that tells you everything you have to know. And then the other one ruined it while, you know, George Washington, you know, the, the son of the other one, Singer, was in office too. It kind of like, kind of went hand in hand and tandem and tandem. And then that was the first recession that happened in my young adult life. So I'm just telling you peeps, straight up. You probably don't realize this, but you should. You should realize it. So it makes sense to vote no for Gavin Newsom because he's not trying to DeSantis and Abbott this state. He's trying to not be like those two very popular states with unpopular opinions on this situation. So I'm just telling you peeps. Even if it doesn't seem like it's cool or right to you that Gavin Newsom is doing this stuff, believe me when I say this. He's saving lives that people don't even deserve to be saved. Okay? But he's not looking at it like, oh, you don't deserve to be saved because you didn't vote for me. He's looking at this as a collective. We're all Californians. We're all in this together. This is why I'm trying to save you. But you guys are trying to just do everything else to say, F you, bro. We ain't with you like that hoe. It's okay if you didn't like him initially. That's fine. But don't just sit there and act like he's being a bad guy when he ain't that bad guy. You guys are just bad people who can't appreciate a good person. That's what that is. You know, I be talking from good stuff. And I ain't making shit up on this. So here. I'm trying to give you a leg up on this. Have common sense. Be common with common sense, please. Because it seems like it's becoming uncommon to have common sense these days. Other than that, Pete's. I'm going to end this tidbit because I don't want this to be too long because it's going to be like running up 40 minutes and I know everyone don't have that time to be listening to shit. And that's it, peeps. Thanks for listening to this tidbits. And as always, this is me, Rosie Says, here. And I'll see you guys on the next podcast. If you're listening or not. <laughs>